0: Call Katie Case Bailey with Dunbar Real Estate for all of your real estate needs. Katie Case Bailey, realtor extraordinaire. Something to show, something to list, something to sell. Call today at 601-408-9980. So AI is all the rage these days, Pilo. Yeah, it is. And you're taking over the world.
1: You know, you, you've been yapping about your new feature on your phone. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's, uh, it's kind of scary and kind of wild at the same time. It's very scary. It makes me wonder if I'm actually talking to a real human right now. You never know. I don't ever know. Why don't you hit us with a little bit of that? Here we go. Thanks, Bump. We have an incredible guest on the show that Golden Eagle Nation will definitely be excited to hear from. Let's get right to it. Welcome to the Top Talk.
0: Oh my goodness. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest running Southern Miss podcast in the market. Recording this on October the 22nd from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Here as always with your break from the high resource five propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. I'm your host, Jason Bailey. Joining me now, the one and only, the non-robotic,
1: Patrick Lowry. Hello, Jason. Oh, the robots back! <laughs> uh, they, that was wild, wasn't it? A little, that a little, is, uh, a little you, robotic. But you know, I think
0: I, I, for a second, I think that I, if I was in that situation with you know the Pilo Johnny Five, then <laughs> I would, uh, I, I, I would be skeptical. But it yeah. sounded a lot like you. Yeah,
1: hey, I think. I mean, for the first iteration <laughs> of like Apple's take on AI, I think it's not bad. Uh, it's probably kind of scary. Will be where it will be in uh, a few years? Oh my gosh, I don't even want to think about it. Yep. um So today's episode, of course,
0: is brought to you by Fourth Street Bar and Grill, Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Not only do they have the famous home style plate lunches Monday through Friday, but they also have weekly drink specials. Make Fourth Street Bar and Grill your go to spot for all Southern Miss games, home and away. Fourth Street Bar and Grill. We install and service hangovers. And this week, I'd like to add that uh, that they have announced. Uh, Four Street Bar has announced that they will have pre-game and post-game uh, activities specials for the uh, Mississippi State game on Sunday. So that means you can go to the bar before, like get up, go to church, right, mm-hmm. then go to the bar, and then go to the game, and then go back to the bar. That sounds like a damn fine Sunday.
1: <laughs> it does.
0: Man, I, I think we're going to mix in a little tailgating, too. It's going to be the best Sunday fun day of all time. I'm down. So what happened to the last time we recorded? Uh, well, we had no weekend football. Thank goodness. Uh, trying to forget about that South game. <laughs> and and there's been wild speculation about uh, changes that will be made uh, on the football team. As soccer was back in action. And we have an update on the golf event that happened on the coast but before we get into all that pilo uh, and we do have a special guest on tonight but before we get into into that as well um let's let's talk about the merchandise site for a minute yeah and and i mean basketball is coming up you came up with with all these cool designs last year i still hadn't got off my butt and even bought one yet uh so i have to do that but remind everybody some of the new designs that you have and, and slogans that come on those new shirts
1: yeah there's there's a lot out there I, I was kind of refamiliarizing myself with it uh because I think we did it toward the end of basketball season so these weren't really out there for a long time but uh I remember it was uh I think I grounded all these out in, in like one night but uh so there's a lot out there there's La familia which you know if you're around our program you, you understand that uh with the basketball on there there's basketball there's RGC welcome to the yurt uh, so if you've been around the program a little while you know what that means uh, so we always do kind of a john cox radio call and for for basketball it's for three kind of holding out that e with a bingo uh, which if you hear john cox on the radio for basketball he says a lot when we hit those threes uh, probably my favorite of all of them is uh the and now the bonus so if you've uh been in ring green, green you, you you're familiar with that uh i love that you really took that away yeah. And we complained. Yeah. And they brought it back. <laughs> and everybody loved it. it everybody got back into bonus it.
0: Thing. You gotta you gotta do that. So. yeah.
1: And there's actually a two La Familia shirts. And then we have like a kind of a state outline with the basketball in it um as well. So lots of shirts out there. Now's the time. We have again, I think if you come on the site, you'll kind of just see like um just a couple of t-shirts. But I know the weather is starting to cool down. We have some long sleeve shirts, we have some crew neck sweatshirts, we have some hoodies um so check all those out uh now's the time to get those uh and to have them for basketball season and where do you go to that website yes that website is bonfire.com slash store
2: slash to the top talk.
1: perfect perfect perfect
0: so we, we had a unique opportunity uh today we're recording this on sunday and mm-hmm. uh, th- there was a basketball practice uh coach ladner agreed to give us a few minutes i think he said 20 and we kept him for like 30 <laughs> but, yeah <laughs> um but anyway he's so good he, he's and, and there's half the we have several questions we didn't even get to but uh yet yeah, coach ladner was was able to sit down with us before practice and uh talk a little golden eagle basketball so uh here is our interview with coach Okay, without further ado, uh, on the line now, uh, Golden Eagle baseball and basketball player back in the day, legendary high school coach. He won a Natty and Juco at Jones. He brought Southeastern Louisiana to prominence, now at Southern Miss, and has played a huge part in rekindling that Eagle fever pride. Welcome to the show, Jay Ladner. What's up, coach?
3: Uh, Hey, man. Thank y'all, you and Pat, for having me on y'all's show. Uh, It means a lot, and uh, uh, excited to talk. Golden Eagles athletics and in, in particular basketball. So, thank y'all for having me on. Yeah. Well, thanks for taking the time and listeners. Absolutely. Uh,
0: co- coach is, uh, coach agreed to do this and they have practice in like an hour. So, <laughs> yep. So, so he's <laughs> jumping on up with, us, with us real quick. Um, but yeah, coach, uh, I, I came by the house a couple weeks ago before Jay Fest, but it looks like things are going good, man. But how are things in Jay Ladner world? Um, how, how you living these days?
3: Well, you know, living a dream. Uh, I really am. Um, you know, the fact that I can I still wake up you know as excited as I was four years ago you know and and uh, when I was able to come home to Hattiesburg and, and then of course to, to Southern Miss to my the school that that's meant so much to me and of course the program that's meant so much to me and um, you know I owe a lot to this place and then to be able to, to kind of come full circle and be able to come back and and lead the basketball program is, is, is just a tremendous honor. And and I, and I want to treat it like that every day with, with great care. And, uh, and, and of course, put it, put everything that we have into it. And that's what we're doing. And uh, so, so yeah, every, everything's going well, very blessed. Awesome. Awesome. So
1: obviously, you know, we do know that uh, unless you're living under a rock, basketball season is right around the corner. It's rapidly approaching. So how's the team looking at practice so far?
3: Ben, ben, Pat, Ben—it's a—it's di- going to be a little bit of a different team. It's—it's—it's. It's, um, we when you lose a Hase and, and a Pinkney, mm-hmm. um, guys that just really uh, meant so much to our program, and of course Tyler Mormon and Nico Aguirre, Marcelo Perez—they are all big losses. Uh, big losses, of course, and depth. Uh, but those two guys of course uh, played so many minutes were so smart uh, skilled of course both of them are having great seasons uh, uh, professionally which just thrills me to death but uh but we're gonna be a little bit different now the the, uh, the what's good it is the sense that we have austin crowley has really, I think he's taken another step forward, uh, and I'm not just talking about him on the floor. He's one of the hardest working young men um, mm-hmm. that I've ever been around in my life. In fact, to be very honest with you, I worry that he works too hard, and I don't mean during the practice time. But he is so dedicated and committed uh, to to becoming a better player, and and of course getting himself ready professionally as well that he he really puts a lot of time in. I'm a little I, I'm a little concerned about that about overtraining, you know. Um, but it, that's a great compliment. I'd rather have that than, of course, the opposite of um, uh, Mo. Mo Arnold is a, is a better player. Donovan Ivory's a better player. Victor Hart's a better player. Of course, uh, Neftali Alvarez, uh, Jeff Armstrong, all of our returning players. Trey Alfonso, Tate Ryder, uh, those guys. They they brought a sense of continuity from last year, and what I liked early on is they let the new guys know not in a bad way, but it let the new guys, hey, this is the way we do it at Southern Miss. this is how this is the way we do it and I don't care how y'all did it wherever you came from, but this is the way we do it and they 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 you know every team's different and that but they set the tone early that this is this is the standard uh the way that we operate. the energy is ex- expected every day at practice, the effort, the uh, the the commitment and so that part of it's been really good uh, and as as I mentioned uh, those players uh, that the, our our backcourt uh, obviously we have a lot of experience Pat coming back in the backcourt and I mentioned those guys our ones mm-hmm. twos and threes uh, I think are is really of course be the strength of our team and I think the we we signed some really good players at the four and five spot to replace Pinckney and Hase. But they're different types type of players. For instance, Tegra is a seven-footer. He's he's been out of his, he had wrist surgery uh, in the in the offseason, just got out of his brace cast and brace. He just was released out of his brace um that he's had on for about four months um this past week. So of course he doesn't have a lot of strength mobility naturally in his in his wrists yet, but you can see that he's already bring something to the table that we just didn't have. He's not—he's not the flashy uh, skill set that Hase was. Is pick, pop, shoot threes, handle, pass the ball. Um, but on the other end, he's—he's he's what Hase wasn't either. He—he's—he's he's a rim protector, and mm-hmm. and you know gives us a big seven-footer there at the rim that can can uh, alter shots. You know we were one of the lowest-ranked teams in the league last year in terms of block shots. We just didn't have that really the type of player. So, uh, 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 Victor Waco, Victor Waco, uh, a real athletic forward, played at UNLV, um, uh, will be one of the best athletes uh, in the league. Uh, um, and, and start. he's starting to find himself a little bit. Uh, and, and I mentioned Victor Hart as a player that returning from last year, He's he's it, he's really stepped his game up. I think he's become more consistent, which was chat was a challenge for him last year. He's uh finding himself a little bit and he of all of our fours and fives is most like Pinkney and Hase because he he he's athletic, he can handle and pass the ball, he can play on the perimeter if needed, but it, 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 he's, you know, he he can pick and pop shoot the 3 as I said. So anyway, we've got a we've got a lot of good back from last year, but our team's a little bit different this year than we were last year, and because of the type the two players that we lost. Now I will say this: our coach has been hard recruiting, and I told him, "Y'all go find us another Pinkney and another." I said, "We got to, uh, they're not easy to find." I said, "I don't care yeah. the world over; let's go get them." You know. So anyway.
0: Well, you know, Pinckney, you know, he stuck it out, right, when, when he yes. could have left. Um, and I think that just takes you straight to legend status. And then – Me too. You mentioned Austin a minute ago. But, you know, uh, he was voted by the coaches as preseason player of the year and him deciding to come back this year after kind of testing the NBA waters. Um, I mean, that's huge for the program. Yeah?
3: Bump, I'll say this about Austin. He uh, – of course, he never was in the – You, you, it is well documented, you know. He put his name in and that was part that he had put his name in for the NBA draft. That was part of the plan. Um and, and and he should have. It was smart. Um he, he just kind of, you know, you got you get a free evaluation when you do that. The NBA will give you one and they they he also got invited to this deal in Las Vegas. It's called Impact Academy. It's invitation only and they bring you out there expen, all expenses paid and and you get to work out in front of all, the, all of the NBA teams you know uh they may even request private workouts and bring their trainers in and you'll have the GMs the coaches assistant coaches scouts all there and he was there for about a two week period and then of course at the end of that they give you an evaluation and and they have him projected uh at the end of that as a high second round pick that's that's, that's <laughs> was his evaluation so the other part of it is, and this is the the nasty part of the NC of Division I athletics, is he wasn't ever in the transfer portal, but there were no shortage of, of contacts mm-hmm. to him. Um I specifically, I mean, every time he was getting them, he was he was telling myself or Nick Williams, you know, one of our assistants who he's really close to, he was telling us, hey coach, this this school called and this school, of course. You know, we're not one to run and and, and tattletale or the NCAA, but it, it was disheartening to know that there that it's just so – it was so much of it, you know, uh, and, and that's going to continue any time that – that's the fight that we're in at Southern Miss. That's going to continue uh, from here on um, because the schools with, say, more resources and deeper pockets – they look, they look to schools our size and go, well, that kid's really good. I need that position. So what does it take to get him? And he turned down, to be very honest with you, a lot of money uh, to come to Southern Miss. But he also saw the value at Southern Miss, our people, uh, the love he feels, you know, in Hattiesburg. And, of course, you know, we gave him an opportunity too. And I don't think there's many people uh, uh, that kids these days, get a lot of times they get a bad rap but you mentioned Pinckney hanging in there and, and, mm-hmm. you know, most, most people would have left. Uh, and in fact, some of his teammates of course did, uh, and then, and then in, in, in Austin's case, he turned down a lot of money bump to stay here where he could have gone to power five. Now in the end, I, he made the right move because he he doesn't have to go reestablish himself somewhere else. And I think he realized that he's got such a good thing going here that that may cost him a lot of money in the long term if he if he would have jumped mm. for the short term money. So, right, to speak. Right. so it, but anyway, he he's he's an outstanding young man. Real proud of him.
1: Coach, we we talked to Beck Warren about about the Hardwood Club last week and and talked about the efforts going into that and and what a big Hardwood Club membership. Um, you know would mean to you and for the program can can you talk a little bit about that yeah, about i
3: appreciate you bringing it first of all yeah. uh, i'm very thankful uh to beck and and um uh, larry Bellapani and lance lafan all those guys that have really stepped in there and uh, gotten the hardwood club uh I, as our program has grown of course that club has grown and um I'm very thankful for the hard work and they have really put a lot of time and effort into it. And, and, and it's really, really growing in leaps and bounds just the general membership, but they've also got a lot of cool things going on. And, uh, you know, they're, they're starting, uh, uh, they want to start kind of a, a tradition of tailgating for basketball, you know, and, um, on, on weekend games, you know, right bump. <laughs> and, and, uh, and 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 so I mean that's really cool, and uh, it, it it reminds me. Of course, I'm such a nostalgist, but it reminds me of the way it was in the '80s, when the students, you know, would would have to camp out outside of that. The ticket office was here at during the '80s, and um, the, the release center wasn't there. And, and so you bought tickets here at the Coliseum, and um, they would. And I'm not mean for basketball. I mean for all sports. But they would be camped out because those tickets were so uh, valuable, uh, and and you couldn't get everybody in, and and it was really cool, you know, to see all that st- that stuff going on. So you're starting to see some of the uh, kind of that stuff kind of coming back, and the interest, and you know, we just got to continue to do our part and and and, and make sure that we've got uh, support, and and so the Hardwood Club offers us they've done so many things for us just i'm gonna give you a a list of right off the top of my head they do so many things for the program that the general that we may not have ability to do inside of our general budget for instance the the hallway uh where the players enter and and it's it's on the east side of of course the coliseum it's on the east side and there's the, the glass doors well that that hallway was so old and decrepit, it was embarrassing, and uh, and and I mean that the Hardwood Club paid for the whole facelift in there. So now it now it has some pride. It's got that eagle like that eagle fever mm-hmm. logo bump you got on. They got a big sign down there and uh, all kind of graphics on the walls that talk about you know Southern Miss. New new ceilings that uh, they've redone the 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 basketball offices up top. Uh, they, they put new technology in, in our film room that had not been updated since like 2011. Um, they, uh, new, uh, we have an academic room up here, uh, in our offices, that brand new computers and technology for our players to do homework and, and, and so forth. I mean, and I, I can go, that's just a few of the things that they did. They're responsible for paying for our championship rings, you know, I mean, they, they do a lot, and uh, so people ask all the time, Coach, how, how can we help the program? And there's, there's several ways. First and foremost, buy season tickets. Okay, that helps everybody. That helps the school. It helps, helps of course, the basketball program. Buy season tickets and use them, I would say. Uh, secondly, join the Hardwood Club if, if you're able to do that. And, you know, there's a lot of cool things to go with the Hardwood Club. It's not just like, hey, I'm a member of the Hardwood Club. Every home game one hour prior to tip, the Hardwood Club opens. Of course, the Hardwood Club is actually, actually the offices up here. You know, we open up the offices and we have food and uh hors d'oeuvres and and, and drinks, uh, adult and otherwise, uh that that they can that that fans can come up. And then the, as a coach, we come up, uh, usually Coach Juan and I uh both come up uh right when the team goes out for warm-ups. And uh so so you know, you and we'll we'll give a message each night, a kind of a little scout report about about our opponent. And of course that'll start, uh, when the William Carey game starts. So there's a lot of good stuff, but the bottom line is it really helps our program. And I, I appreciate Pat you, you, uh, uh, bringing that up and, and you can go to, if anybody needs information, of course, they can contact the office can contact me directly. I'll put you, put you in touch with the right people, but it's www.usmhardwoodclub.com. And, uh, that's all the information that you need. But again, if that's, if that's, you know, you're listening to it, you don't have access to a computer, just call us here at the basketball offices and, uh, and and we'll get in touch with you or send me an email and I'll call you
0: personally. Awesome. Um, And and I know you, you're you on a time crunch here, but how did that Mississippi State thing happen? Uh, I, I uh, didn't well, hear a whole lot about it. And then all yeah, of a sudden yep. it uh,
3: here, Here's how it started. Yeah, real simple. First of all, since I've been – I think, I think, this is my opinion as a Southern Miss guy – I think that we ought to be playing state and Ole Miss every year in 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 football and basketball and baseball and we play them in baseball, um, but I I think it's good for the state of Mississippi. It's good for mm-hmm. interest, and you know we we have to go all over the country to to find games, and I, I'd rather go to Starkville and and you know or, or to Oxford. I don't mind going up there to play, and of course it would be great if they would come here. So I Coach Jans is new. He he maybe didn't have an you know a uh, uh, an attitude of well we, we you know as we all, y'all share the same passion I do. Well, we don't have anything to gain by playing them, you know, but Mm -hmm. the other part of it is that sometimes that uh, we should do things that that's for the good of the state, you know, we're both state, we're all state funded schools and it helps, it it helps the interest. It keeps the money inside the state of Mississippi. And I think there's an obligation there too. Right. And, uh, and, and again, just interest, you know, it, it, this, this game, is going to be – there will be as much interest in this game, even though it's it's not going to count on either team's record. Uh, you won't know it by the way that both teams play, I don't think. But, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of interest statewide. It already is. I, I can tell you just from the number of phone calls I'm getting from Mississippi State people uh, wanting tickets and things. And uh, that's just friends of mine. But the way that it started as I call – so that's my – that's the context. The way it started as mm-hmm. I called Coach Jan's. In, with with the goal of trying to just play a regular season game. And um we weren't able to work that out and coach Jan's, but he he's so we just kind of started throwing around ideas and and uh and, and I said, well coach, what about a charity game? You see, in the preseason, you can play two games. you can you can either play an exhibition game like we have against Delta State Tuesday night um, at seven o'clock. But that has to be against a non-Division one team, which is, of course, Delta State has been our traditional uh, exhibition game opponent. The only way that you can play a Division one game that people can attend, you can go what they call a cro- closed scrimmage. Of course, go to their place. Nobody's allowed to attend. You can, you know, and just basically practice against the other team. Le- and the exception is is a charity game. So, so Coach and I, again, give Coach Chris Jans credit at Mississippi State and his willingness to do it and his willingness to come here uh, to do sure. it. Uh, and, and so, I, I give them credit. They're going to have an outstanding team. They're going to be in the top 25. Um, so, it, you know, it's a great test for us. It, and, and, of course, I hope we'll be a good test for them as well because really the goal, of course, is to get both teams ready to play uh, in the regular season and so i have to give coach credit and then we had a great need um we wanted to both of us wanted to do something that would benefit the people of mississippi um and and of course the the the, the tornadoes that hit the mississippi delta last year and devastated a, already a very a poor part of our state um and and this is a way that we can help a hundred percent of those dollars are going straight going to stay in the state. So I think everybody can agree on that state or Ole Miss fan uh, that we have a great cause. No doubt. No doubt. Outstanding.
1: So, uh, I mean, obviously <clears throat> talking about the team and, and everything we've covered so far, but expectations this year are high. You know, I would, uh, we obviously won't, won't sneak up on anybody this year. No. I, I think the hunters have kind of become the hunted um still though we're picked fourth by league coaches so uh what what's that mindset of the team headed into this season Well,
3: the only thing i wish the team i wish those coaches would have picked us 14th again i like that um (laughs) i did too uh but i'll be honest with you uh well the very first thing we talked about pat the very first thing we had our first meeting the very first thing that we talked about was it's one thing to be picked 14th and of course finish first and and, and 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 you surprise people and you know but now it's a whole nother thing to repeat so that's that's a, that's an unbelievable challenge but there's a there's a hunger you, you know you, you would kind of think well they want it you know they're going to be a little bit well you know maybe not as motivated as we were last year it's really been very uh uh exciting to see our players talk about not finishing the right way. We got beat in the conference tournament. Uh we got beat in the NIT, of course, both to hot and really good teams at the time, but there there was there's just a, a, a somewhat of a bad taste in our mouth. And I want us to have the program that the type of program that we're we're expected to compete for the league championship every year, not just hey once every 4 or 5 years we have a pretty good team. We want to be we want to be that team that every year they, well you know Southern Miss you're going to be in the mix you know they they're going to be right there. The yeah. second thing is 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 so we've got some unfinished business as far as our team is concerned from last year and I'm happy I'm very pleased and excited about what we're able to accomplish, but we're still not where we're not we haven't done what I want to see get done and what our our staff and our and our players. The other thing is is in the top six teams. That that we we of course were selected fourth um, by by our league coaches, and uh, but we were the only one didn't receive a first place vote. So that that you may see, last year we had 14 on the back of our shooting shirts. Yeah, this year you may see zero, and that zero is going to be significant in the fact that none of the coaches that are and I, I pointed it out in practice the other day when I came back from New Orleans. I said, those people that sit right here, and of course I was pointing at the op- opponent bench. Mm-hmm. I said, those men that are sitting right there, they don't, they, they obviously don't expect you to win. So they're they're not too impressed with what we got coming back, and they're dang sure not impressed with what we got coming in. So I said, I said, that's all you need to know is not one coach picked us to win it. So always looking for some little item, you know. <laughs> To use as motivation, um, absolutely. So, yeah, you know, but but I think I think the general motivation and expectation is there anyway, just because our players want to get to the NCAA tournament, and un, un, in our league, we got a fourteen teams, and only one of them's going to go, so it's not an easy thing to do. Um, but but by the same token, I, I, I like our I like our guys, and I like their their mindset.
0: Well coach uh, right before I know we got about probably 5 or 6 minutes left here with you um but uh, I wanted to ask you about two players in particular and then we're going to get to a real quick uh, quick hitter section okay. and get you out of okay. here. Um the two players uh first Nefty, um how's the foot and and Luke Ladner how special <laughs> is that?
3: All right well 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 All right. start with Neff. Neff Nef has been um of course we've been very uh, uh, uh we've been following the guidelines of the, of the doctors and so forth and, and Neff, but Neff has had a, uh, uh, a little bit of a setback, uh, last week, but here's the, the reassuring thing that, cause of course we went in, when I say a setback, he, he turned his ankle with well, the very first thing that we thought bump was, Oh my gosh, here it mm-hmm. is. You know, is, 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 is his, his injury and so forth, but that's actually not the case. They immediately x-rayed him and scanned him. The, the, where he has the screw in his foot and the one he had redone this past summer, really strong. So uh it, it, he, he, we will probably not play well. I wouldn't plan on playing him in the exhibitions anyway, just mm-hmm. because of precaution. So uh I, we're looking at his first action to be at William Carey. And, uh gotcha. but anyway, so, so that, that's where he stands, but what a dynamic player. And I tell you one thing that's been great with, with Neff is that his, Um, leadership. He has really filled a leadership vacuum. He and Austin Crowley, uh, our guys respect him. And and Neff has that just very rare uh, uh, character. You know, he's one of those guys that's just got a presence. And when he talks, people listens like the OEF Hutton commercials when we were growing up, you know, yeah, but <laughs> speaks, everybody listens there, you know, and he's like that. And, uh, but he backs it up too. He works hard. And anyway, real thrill with him. And, and I'm uh, just praying that he'll, he'll, uh, he up ready. And, and, I mean, he'll up and, and, and be, uh, be with us the whole entire season because he's a game changer. Yes. Secondly, um, course i've never coached my son um and I, people laugh and that coach You've never has not not even in bitty ball i've never <laughs> never coached him not the first time and um a lot of that had to do of course when he was growing up and i was coaching either at st stanislaus or jones or southeastern and i just wanted him to i didn't ever i i've never i think he'll tell you this i never forced him to play I never I just wanted him to find it on his own. And 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 then whatever he got, I wanted him to get it on his own. And uh mm-hmm. I never made the first call to a buddy coaching like the coach at Loyola. He decided to go to Loyola. I never I never one time asked anybody to help him or or do anything. And, and then I never I tried to just be a dad instead of a basketball coach. But it is different. Um, and he probably catches a little more heat than anybody else on the team, just because I don't want them thinking he's getting any kind of any kind of uh, uh, special treatment. He's getting some special treatment, but it's not the type people think it is. Uh, but it is. It, but <laughs> he lo- he loves he loves being up here, and um, he 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 just he he fit, he told me that day. He said, "Man, I, he's a coach. I mean, Dad. I said this is really." really needy he said the way you know as compared to nothing against the NAI experience but it's just it's just so much bigger and a bigger time you know Uh, so anyway but it's been a lot of fun and the the most thing the most fun is i get a chance to see him every day you know when he was going down to college lord bump i never saw him you'll Mm -hmm. you'll see what i'm talking about when yours goes off to college man i missed it Uh, you know and uh i don't
0: even want to think about it
3: i know (laughs) and it'll be here before it'll be here before you you know and uh but uh children are a blessing and uh all of them and and i I'm, i'm blessed to have two two just incredible children and Really, really proud of him. And, of course, my daughter, Chelsea, who's married in Jackson. And we've got our first grandson now. He's, I mean, That's our right. first grandchild, uh, he's nine months old. And I, 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 had, to, awesome. I had to FaceTime him bump up before I came over here because <laughs> I was going to miss his – he normally get a FaceTime call right before he goes to bed uh, at night, but I was going to be in practice. So I got a little – had to get me a little FaceTime in before I got here. That's why I was pushing 4 o'clock because I was talking right. to, talking right. to my grandson. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, coach, we're going to dive into these quick hitters, and then okay. we're going to get you out of here. But uh, so, fastest player on the team.
3: Uh, you're not going to believe this, but Jeff Armstrong. Um, you may not wow. know that. I don't think Jeff has He's in his fifth year with us, um, and it has one more year of eligibility of, of that. And he's one of my favorite guys. <laughs> yeah, me too. Uh, I, uh, I've said this. He is an incredible young man. But he, I don't. He has not lost a sprint not one since he's been here. Wow. And whether it's whether it's a down and back or five consecutive, whatever that that Tony Britovsky, our strength and conditioning coach has him doing, he never loses. And uh it, it he has he's one of those rare guys that has incredible speed, but he also has incredible endurance. He can run it, he can run fast for a long time, you know. So, uh Jeff Jeff Armstrong.
0: Best dunker
3: uh, well, it's going to be a little different this year, but uh, the the two guys that well, I'm going to give you three names of guys that can really really uh, elevate and get up there. Uh, Victor Waco, uh, great athlete, six seven uh, kid from UNLV, transferred in from UNLV. Victor Hart, most ath- probably the most athletic, uh, uh, big on the team. And a, and a young man that a lot of people are going to know name very quickly, but you probably have heard me talk about him. It's Kobe Montgomery. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Those three guys can really, really get off the floor. Donovan Ivory too. Uh, those those four guys can really get on up there, but we're, we're blessed to have some good athletes.
1: Most likely uh, to be a two sport star.
3: Um, dang. Um Austin Crowley wants to be. He was telling me the other day what a good what a good football player he was. We'll take him. that's point. Yeah, yeah. I tell I tell you I tell you who would be good. And I mentioned this on at a, in a telecast that I did the other day is is Kobe Montgomery. He's a he's a he's got that old toughness about him. He he reminds me of the old the real nasty bunch that we used to have here on mm-hmm. defense over in MM Roberts. I mean, he's physical, tough, and he arrives with a. And, and not that he carries himself like that off the floor, but on the floor, he he arrives with a bad attitude. I Meaning, you know, he he's ready to go get something done. I, I would think Kobe's probably uh, athletically the one that could could play multiple sports, and I'm thinking, of course, football. Um, uh, Tate Ryder's a good athlete, to be honest with you. Tate Tate was a really good high school baseball player. Um, I think he probably, you know, probably could play college baseball if he would have chosen to do that. So I think those two guys probably, Kobe and, and, and Tate, would come to mind really quickly about being able to play too. Uh,
0: 6,000 plus, 6, plus fans in attendance at Reed Green Coliseum. Over, under three and a half times this year.
3: Uh, over. Over. And I hope I hope we'll continue, you know, late in the season bump, I say late, uh, you know, I think I think it kind of got going right after Christmas and I think people came they they liked they not only liked our style of play, I think they they bonded with our players uh and and I think mm-hmm. people it's a family friendly and you know, and it's going to continue to be atmosphere and and uh, our players uh avail themselves to the public, they enjoy it. Um and they realize that they they we're 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 a, a community-based team. And, uh, and and again, and successful. We've won 15 in a row at home. Our, I don't know if y'all saw the clip the other day at, from the media days where the, the Arkansas State player and coach, they asked him mm-hmm. at media days in New Orleans last week, where is the hardest play, place to play in the league? And I mean immediately that player – kickback southern Miss,
0: wow you
3: know and <laughs> that uh, was a look great up, look it up if you can yeah. and uh yeah. and so he they they talked about how loud it was and of course that was arkansas all state and i think you know we that was probably four four or five thousand people in there you know mm-hmm. but, yeah. but and then to see what it was against louisiana lafayette it it just it you know it, it so gives a great great home court advantage like no other no other place in our league so anyway I, i'm going to say over uh, and I hope we we really. I, I would hope we don't ever have less than that. I would I would say of all of our home games, I'll be disappointed if we if we get less than that. Agreed.
1: So this is a question I adopted from a, a podcast that I follow, but it's a good question. So if if you had to delete all but three apps on your phone, <laughs> okay, and and mail like your mail and your camera and your text messaging doesn't count. So okay. that doesn't count anything like something you would actually download. What, what three apps are you, are you sticking with?
3: I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Twitter guy, you know, okay. I yeah. like keeping up. I to keep up with y'all and stuff. I'm, I'm a Twitter guy. So I, I, would, I would, I would, I'm i going to have to go with the, the big three. I'm going to have to go with Twitter and, and Instagram and Facebook. I mean, and, and okay. look, I, I kick myself all the time, man, I'm looking at that too much, but it just takes over your dang world, you know. I mean, you know, I'm ADD like that, so I gotta, I gotta kind of be looking at something. So, no, I love it. it. I, I tell you on the on the on the weekend, you know, it'll it'll come across what your screen time was, you know. Like, you oh know? yeah, it makes me <laughs> feel upper, scary.
1: Yeah, I was, uh, I was, I was not liking mine this past weekend. Yeah, yeah. Bad.
3: So same, same here. All right.
1: Last thing, you can just
0: give us a, a one-word answer. There's okay. one, two, three, four, five five things here. Um, right. so i know you're a big 80s guy yeah magnum pi or cheers
3: oh i'm cheers I'm, I'm, yeah. a, I'm a cheers guy never 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 liked magnum pi that much cheers
1: mm. uh journey or chicago Ooh,
3: that's a tough one journey like both journey yep bird or magic bird Greatest player of all time. I kid with my coaches. I get them all stirred up. My younger coaches like LeBron <laughs> and everything. I tell them, Bird's the greatest player ever. And they, they, they look, they hit the roof, you know. <laughs> anyway, I and I look, I I love magic too. It's hard to say one without the other bird.
1: Uh, ET or the Breakfast Club?
3: Oh, man. I, that one's not even close. close. Breakfast Club. That's, That's my day. man. That's Club. my man. Yeah.
0: Perfect. Well, coach, I hope we got to, I got you out of here in a timely manner. I think I'm going to swing much. by uh, practice here in a little yeah, bit. Come, come on, I, I, on, might, I might do
1: the same.
3: Yeah. Y'all y'all are welcome. Not, y'all, not just tonight. Y'all welcome anytime and bump. As soon as I get off this, I will send you this week's schedule. Mm-hmm. It comes out on Sundays. It's the same schedule that our players get. And you'll see, you'll see our schedule throughout the week. And and if anytime that you want that for the week, just hit me on a Sunday. Say coach, shoot me the schedule. I'll send it and you can share it to whoever you want to.
0: Great. Well, uh, okay. awesome. Well, look. I hope everyone that listens and and to this and is thinking about buying season tickets and joining the Harwood Club does just that. Um, good luck this season. Uh, Pilo and I will be there every step of the way. Thank y'all uh, so much. Just, yeah, all right. thank you I appreciate for what y'all do.
3: I appreciate what y'all do uh, for our for our, for Southern Miss, uh, our program and and the fan base, and I really do. Y'all take a very positive approach, and it's it's much appreciated.
0: so there it is, Pilo. And, 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 you know, and, and so if we're, if we're talking about this linearly, we did the interview and then we actually went to the practice that we were talking about right there at the end and watched it. And that was awesome. So I guess what were your thoughts on, uh, on some things that the coach said during the interview and then maybe reflect on what we saw at practice tonight?
1: Yeah. I mean, I I, I thought uh, his kind of transition, you know, talking a little bit about what we lost and the guys that are coming in uh, the new roles that some of the, some of the players from last year's team have taken the leadership roles, filling those gaps um, stuff like that. So I, I thought it was great. I mean, I, I could listen to that guy talk uh, all day. I mean, he, he brings the energy. You can tell like the culture, these guys have bought in, um, and, and we're starting to see that, you know, on the court, we saw it last year and man, I'm just super excited. I, you know, I, I wanted Jay to be the guy, um, if you're a Southern Miss person, you know, like you want one of our own to be successful here. Um, uh, and, uh, it was just so great for, for that to happen last season. And we just continue that momentum into, into this coming season
0: we actually tweeted out a photo from the practice and it is entitled uh or captioned uh the calm before the storm and yeah it was a great shot you took and and these guys man they i just i just can't really overemphasize the amount of work that I know you made this point while we were there like mm-hmm. a lot of the of the role players or or maybe the you know end of the bench guys yeah they lay it on the line every day too and and that's kind of the reason that they get fired up on the bench when something good happens, like we, we saw them run this play after play, after play, after play, after stop it and start and stop it and start. And so when something yeah. you run through that, when that's just one practice we went to, but you know, you do that all the time. And that's kind of the reason those guys on the end of the bench get so fired up. It's something that might not seem getting fired upable, Right. But yeah. that's the reason. Cause they, they, they just,
1: no, they, I put mean, so they pour just it. as much into it. They have just as much energy and their, their expectations, the coaches expectations on those guys is, is just as important. As the ones running out mm-hmm. there, you know it's uh, you can see that. And and although we did put in the caption calm before the storm, it was definitely not calm in there, especially on mm-hmm. the uh, the defensive uh, install and and uh, drills and and different plays they were running. One had those guys uh, going, and, and if uh, he didn't like something, they ran it again, and they ran it again, and they yeah. ran it again. And and you can just see the coaching in there, and the guys uh, they're going to play his way. Are they're, they're not going to play? And,
0: and Coach Jay, you know Coach ladner letting Juan do his thing. Yes, and and to be fair, we had a few questions uh, that were specifically Juan related. Yeah, <laughs> with Coach ladner we just ran out of time. Yeah. Um we we just ran because I mean, Coach wants to talk about all of his players, and he just he didn't miss anything. He is so detail oriented, and yep. and and he really ran through all that. But but yeah, uh, Coach Juan is is just just an integral part of of the program is such a good dude um kind of waved
1: at us and said thanks for coming as we we're leaving you know and uh oh yeah so did, so did uh, AC. It. he did as well i don't know if you caught that on the way out oh, but I did. He, uh, he gave us a nod on the way out and uh, nice. i thought that was cool too so yeah
0: he looks great kobe looks great the yep. 24 forget his name looks awesome the big guy tegra it's better yep. than i thought he's gonna be Um, uh, we look fast jeffrey armstrong it, it looks looks good out there um you know nephew didn't practice uh kerbillo wasn't out there but anyway we got a bunch of division one players yes and and good lord we can shoot so hope it didn't just jinx us <laughs>
1: but man we have uh, so many very people that athletic can shoot. though and can and we uh, really have a lot of uh which you know to play one style of defense you have to be athletic on both sides and because he wants you up and down the court uh and, and they it's just as much pressure you know like when i played basketball which was like the last time in any kind of organized uh, outside of some church league like defense was, I was about like, to say like, like the church league with the 40 year old church who, like, league yeah, yeah 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 or like i played in eighth grade uh i was a post player then i've been this tall since i was in eighth grade true story uh so like i mean defense was just catching your breath from running plays and offense uh it is not that way when the way the style of defense that we play so um, yeah it's fun there's high intensity for sure such a fun uh entertaining style of basketball if you have not seen this team play last year shame on you but uh this year man you're in for a treat um the poll results from last week we just started a poll question today yeah
0: and the poll question was first bucket of the season for Southern Miss men's basketball will be, and the options were a dunk, a three, a layup or other. The poll's still going on, but right now layup is winning the way. Uh, with yeah. When I voted, vote. it was
1: uh, three was the lead. Yeah. Three so. was
0: up there. It's going yep. down a layup. I tell you what, if we get close enough to lay it up, we're going to slam that bitch down. <laughs> you know from what i saw tonight
1: yeah how many true. layups
0: gonna happen it's gonna be i think we're gonna hit a bunch of threes we're gonna dunk it a lot if you had not bought your tickets yet if you like to see three-pointers and dunks this is your team yes and, and good running. defense yes and great defense and just watching Juan do whatever he does over there <laughs> sweat sweat He's a lot crazy yeah very, very sweaty uh speaking of sweating let's hit on your workout journey before we get into the
1: yeah let's do it all, man. This, all this great football talk yeah uh that is one thing man uh no matter uh, those people that do like hot yoga and stuff like that i think that's just an automatic trip to force general for me uh, cause it is, it is a very comfortable temperature in the gym where I go and I am a freaking soaking mess when I walk out of there. I mean, it was very uh,
0: comfortable, te- uh, temperature tonight at Regreen, which is yeah, a good sign.
1: It was, it was feeling great in there. But yeah, workout's going good. I'm starting week nine tomorrow. Um, so I've right. wrapped up eight weeks, um, feeling outstanding, uh, highly motivated to keep going and, um, you know have just
0: you keep, dropped a, keep bunch rolling. Of, a, a bunch
1: of pounds yeah bunch of I mean, i'm down uh right at 20 pounds so in eight weeks which is which is pretty solid i feel like uh, I but i feel like a lot I, at least from the way my clothes are fitting i feel like i've lost a lot of a lot of inches just because i'm doing a lot of weights and it's not just pure cardio like there's sure. i'm kind of building for the long term um and uh, to kind of keep it off and not just burn it all and get it back so um uh, I feel like that's happening a lot more. I'm getting a lot stronger. I'm noticing like a lot of my l- weights and different things I have went up step by step, you know every couple of weeks i'm I'm increasing in weight and uh reps and stuff like that, so it's going really good. I'm loving it. I'm loving my time and I' um, usually have the weekends off and do just some light stuff around the house, so usually by the time like Monday gets here, I'm ready to go back. so never thought I'd be saying that, but uh, it's kind of one of those things you kind of get addicted to it so that's where I'm at. Well, good for you, and you got to keep going because you keep yep. telling everybody. So right, it's, it's in it's the public now. Yeah. I have expectations.
0: Well, speaking of keeping going, uh, football season still rolling right along. It is i'm sitting at one and six, zero oh and four in the conference. uh We have lost six games in a row. I'm really getting tired of putting a little L, a little red L. I don't know if you've seen that on our mm-hmm.
1: on our, on our, notes, our schedule. Yeah.
0: Just keep getting. I'm, I'm waiting to put that W in there. I don't. Know what, I don't know what color the W is going to be. But the, the the L's have all been red. So mm-hmm. anyway. Um, yeah, so so this was probably rock bottom, you know, if 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 we're being honest. I, I don't know if we'd have played our best game possible if if we had a legitimate shot to win, if South Owl played anywhere near their potential. They're just better than we are right now, right? Right. Yeah. Well, this was worse than I think anybody As much could. as that
1: pains me to admit. Yes. Yeah.
0: And I mean it's not just gonna be like that forever. I don't right. guess. Who knows? We still haven't beat them. But anyway, we've got a bunch of stats here. You know, I I know you always run through these. Mm-hmm. I don't know if there's any need to. Like for no. you know, here's like for instance, uh, South Alabama had 34 first downs, Sutter Miss had 12. The rest of the stats are kind of like that, just completely one-sided. Yes. Um ex- except for punting. Dominated that one. Seven punts yeah, to did. zero. Take that, South Al. Um, But no, it, it was it was bad. Uh, it, maybe if there was a bright spot, it, it might have been you know Kenyon Clay rushing ten times for sixty yards. You get to to see him back in there. We got to look at Holman Edwards, right? Um, yep, he, he was five for fifteen for forty one yards. But there was a bit of a spark. He had that little shovel pass out to the side one time. He we saw some something go vertical down the field.
1: Yeah. Um little bit more of kind of that gunslinger a little bit it kind of felt like uh although i think it was described he's not much of a runner he really escaped uh a lot of pressure and it kind of extended plays a little bit kind of like you said flipping that little pass and um and and i know our receivers really didn't help him out there was a lot of drops uh he had a lot of passes in there uh they've got to play a lot better uh in the future for us to get things done and keep the ball moving and and, and score touchdowns. But, um, I, I was encouraged by, uh, that and, and I don't know, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not at practice. I don't know if, um, he's running with the ones this week and we'll get those reps. Um, I think it would benefit him, and, uh, we'll see, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was encouraged by that.
0: So of course it was announced last week. Coach Hall made the announcement on the Eagle Hour that he is relinquishing play calling duties mm-hmm. and 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 for the rest of this season. And who knows what that's going to mean for after the season, but whether it's hiring an OC or I mean, heck. So uh, Coach uh, Jordy Joseph and Coach Gregor are, are going to be the, the in charge of installing the plan, the game plan, and 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 calling the plays on, on Saturday this week. And I guess for the rest of the season. So you say, who are they going to get at the end of the year? Well, I mean, a lot of that is just so up in the air, um, but this is like a five game tryout really, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's kind of how you have to look at it as far as like, where do we go from here? This is a, if let's just, it, it, the season's gone bad, right? Let's just end that season and yeah. let's just start, a five game season right now we have five games to go what can our record be in those five games um who's going to step up and decide they don't want to be embarrassed anymore right yeah i'm I'm talking coaching wise i'm talking player wise um and and we'll see what changes are going to be made we do know that it'll be different so that's all that we know at the moment is that is that something it it, what we what we watch on saturday will be different than what we've watched so far um so i don't know where your head's at right now pilo with 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 all this i mean you're you're hearing people call for you know coach hall's head and coach Mm o'brien's head i know we know these guys personally Mm
2: -hmm.
0: for me five games is a whole long it's 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 a very long way to go uh between now and then if things keep going exactly like they are yeah uh, you know, there's lots of changes that are going to have to be made. There's probably already going to be changes that that are made. But it's it's this this week is not our last game. It's not even our second to last game. We still have a long, a long, long way to go. So, yeah. you know, if you've come to this podcast to hear Pilo and I just call for heads, uh, you not know, nothing gonna happen, right? Yep. So, just uh, go ahead and flip it off if you want to, because <laughs> 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 it's just it's uh, it's not going to go down that way um and not to mention that you know less than three months ago you know people were kind of in love with the whole staff and the players (laughs) i'm just not turning my back yet Uh, that being said it's not that frustration is completely unwarranted right right yeah doubt is completely understandable it's the worst game i've ever seen in my life last week uh nothing was nothing was good at all and um this is where we normally talk about our top three moments from the game but uh yeah i'm not doing that we'll just skip that <laughs> and, and let's look forward to i mean do you have anything else about that i want to get to the App State yeah, game. yeah no i mean
1: I, I think i'm in the same boat uh i am obviously not happy which is fine you can be like uh unhappy uh with where we are i think uh, a lot of that is obviously the expectations were high you win a bowl game feel like we've improved in a lot of areas during the off season we picked up people and then the results just are not happening um and and honestly i I, you know it's it's a good it's a kind of a perfect storm of of um maybe you know guys not executing and and um maybe guys not buying in or or i don't know what that looks like in locker room i'm not in there but uh like you said I, i just um I'm not happy, uh, but I'm I'm not like gonna sit here and 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 just you know want a guy to get fired tomorrow. Um, I I just don't think that's the plan. And um, and like you said, I think it's I think it's extremely reasonable to be upset and be not happy with where we are. But I do love love your point on. Uh, there's five games left, and let let's see how these five games go. And at the end of the season, if things need to change, then things need to change um but you know can't keep I mean, doing what we've been doing we all agree with that Um, you know we win a game or we start getting things off you know obviously we're making changes different play calls different things like that if we start getting momentum get some things going our way get some energy on defense some turnovers who knows what can happen uh we may come in and shock somebody um uh, i don't think that's outside their own possibility uh now who that is on our schedule uh, I wish I knew, uh, cause I would bet it a lot of money. Uh, but <laughs> obviously I don't know. So, um, uh, but I, I, I don't know. I've, I, I tend to always lean glass half full. That's just who I am. I've always been that way. Um, so I'm definitely not throwing in the towel, but, uh, you know, I think, I think I beat that horse enough, but, um, kind of hopeful on, on on seeing the challenge a like you said from the coaching staff uh somebody's got to step up get these guys rallied and, and and get a go in the same direction and you know these guys on the team especially some of these seniors and guys like this is it um for a lot of these guys like yeah. how are you going to finish you're going to lay down yeah. you're just going to be embarrassed again and again or or we're going to get something and we're going to make guys responsible um You know, we really saw that at at basketball practice today, guys coaching other guys and in that culture of like, if they mess up this other guy's calling them out. And I think Juan said that it's like, it's about brotherhood. Like you got this guy's back because like, this is your brother. You're in the trenches with him. And uh, we need to see a little bit more of that um, out of this team. And if if we can see that, I think we're going to get going the right direction. So
0: hopefully we get that right direction uh, this weekend. Yeah in, in Boone, North Carolina. Uh for the Appalachian. Appalachian? Appalachian. They get so pissed off when you get it wrong. I don't know which one it is. I think it's, I'm gonna go uh, I'm just gonna go App State. Yeah.
1: I'm not that's looking separate. for any
0: more controversy, just App State. Whatever. Yeah. Um so App or State A- or
1: Appy State as either, either we say
0: hopefully they're not happy state this weekend. Hey
1: oh.
0: Mm. Um, yeah. So- sad, sad, sad state. <laughs> Um, so so they are three and four, uh one and two in Sunbelt play. Uh they've they played a, a whole lot of close games this year and they've won some and they've lost some. I made a note of a few of those. Uh, their most recent loss was to Old Dominion, twenty eight to twenty one. We know how that feels. Mm-hmm. They lost twenty-seven to twenty-four to coastal. So that's a close one. They won forty one to forty versus Louisiana Monroe.
1: Oh, wow. They, I didn't realize yeah. that
0: was that close. They lost 22 to 19 to Wyoming. They lost in double overtime to North Carolina, 40 to 34, and a horrible call at the end of that game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and and I know that you have the tail of the tape ready to roll right here. So hit me with that.
1: Yeah. So uh, let's go. Uh, the Eagles right now are sitting at 100, and we'll just call it 190 yards uh, passing, and App State's at 265. Uh, rushing for the Eagles, 138 to 180 for App State, so that totals up around 330 for the Eagles and 445 for App State, so um, they have some offense in production. Uh, yards allowed, Eagles 431, App State 400, so uh, not a lot of difference there. Pass allowed, 229, 208 for App State, and rush allowed, 202 for the Eagles and 192 App State, so... Uh yeah, that's kind of where we are. Individually, uh Aguilar is
0: the quarterback for App, 1782 yards, 16 touchdowns, five picks. That must be nice. Uh Uh Noel's the running back, 652 yards and four scores. They throw the ball for more TDs. Uh Robinson is one of the guys that catches those balls when they throw for TDs. He has 32 receptions and four scores on the year. And App State's lost two in a row and three of their last five. And Damn near lost four in a row because of that forty-one to forty win that we talked about over yeah B&M. So if that didn't happen, um and they come in here with four losses in a row, playing us with six losses in a row. I guess. So, um, so, so something's got to give. Yeah, something has to give for <laughs> sure. It looks like we should. God, should I even say it? It looks like we should be able to score some points this weekend. <laughs> I don't even want to say it is how bad it's been going, but can it get much? Do you think it can get worse? I don't think it can get worse. I don't think it can get
1: worse than last week. I know uh, that it's going to get oh, different. I and, don't know if it can get worse. You know, we're two weeks in at this point without an offensive touchdown. Um, so we had the special teams. So we're due touchdown. So, yeah, I think it's, it's Tom. Uh, we've got to get it figured out. Score one offensive touchdown every three games. And we got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if not, this five game season is going to be long. Uh, so yeah. we need Dear to, God, uh, don't let basketball suck. Yeah.
0: Oh, that'd
1: be yeah. if we might just pause the show
0: anyway, hey, what if we're if we're going to win this thing this weekend, what what are your keys to victory?
1: Yeah, so I'm sitting at uh I mean some spots that we've talked about, but new uh new plays on offense, uh, or just you know, different. Uh, plays um and i think with that is just some energy uh on the offensive side of the ball uh, and that comes with momentum and first downs so uh, i think we all want touchdowns but um i think at this point maybe we should be asking for first downs before touchdowns uh just to give the defensive side a little bit of a break and stop going three and out um uh, uh, I don't think we're really not turning it over a ton, uh, but we we just got to get moving down the field and um, kind of whatever that looks like. So that's one. Uh, two, uh, force turnovers on defense and be explosive. Um, we've got to... Uh, be better on that side of the ball as well if we if we want to have success and uh three um i think like i said at the end somebody to step up on offense and defense and lead lead these guys uh lead their te- them their teammates uh to victory so um we got to have somebody in the locker room saying enough is enough last last week sucked we we're embarrassed uh on national tv and uh yeah we're not going to let it happen again so we we need that that's my three.
0: I'm gonna go with my number one. Is trying, just try, right? I didn't see a whole lot of try. Yeah. <laughs> Effort, try, whatever you wanna call it. I didn't see it. Uh, we had something like 37 missed tackles last week on Pro Football Focus. That's just way too much. It looked like the the tackling dummy situation, like where the running back in practice like runs through and the manager just hitting him with a dummy. You know. Yeah. That's what we were we were doing. We we're doing. We were like we were the dummies. It was a glorified pillow fight on the <laughs> defensive side of the ball. Really, it just was. Um, it's not like they weren't in position. Not like they yeah. weren't put in position. <laughs> you know, it's only so much you can do. Somebody's got to make a play. Um, so effort on the defensive side of the ball is kind of my biggest key. Yep. Without that, we're just gonna lose. I don't care what the offense does. I mean, I, I don't. I don't see any scenario that we go out and we outscore somebody you know, like Fedora style, right? Do you? Yeah, no. Uh, the, the offense is going to have to help. And if the defense can't pull their their weight, then we're going to lose. Um, and then offensively for number two, for me, we got to throw it deep. Whoever's playing quarterback, I don't care. We got to throw it down the field. Um, we saw Holman do a little bit more of, of that than than Billy had been doing. I don't care who does it. Uh, I, think on all, I think we have people that can do it. And I think we have uh, fast people that can go catch it. So like yep. to throw it and just who cares this point i'll take like a 60 yard uh pass interception you know yeah. that's like a punt right yeah so it's, it's just i just, just need to see something different and then my last key is uh, kind of yeah. like you said i think but i just i summed it up with just get pissed off man this is, uh, yeah. hopefully this hurts hopefully it doesn't hurt to where you pout and you go sit on this bench and you complain about this or that or the play call or Whatever it is, man. Just get pissed off out there and just go play some damn football. We'll see if we can win a game. That's kind of it. Let's get to the pick-on. This is just bringing me down. I'm going to, have to crack open another beer or something. Let's get gonna, to the I'm going to bring
1: you up with this pick-on last week. We really crushed it. Um, oh, yeah, I'm sure I'd agree at that, too. <laughs> so, six games last week, uh, I went 3-6, and six, uh, 50%, batting 500, Get me in the Hall of Fame in baseball uh bump you went two of six mm. and our guest uh beck went one of six Ooh, uh, so- Beck, the old <laughs> uno. uh and so um man i've told you i bet it on those georgia schools they both pulled through with w's last week uh and um so that's puts us after eight weeks um i am 50 of 74 and you are 46 of 74 so i have a four game lead Rolling into this week. Uh, And so, first up, uh, I guess I have to pick one of these Georgia schools. So, we have Georgia State playing at Georgia Southern. Georgia State, Granger, W. Love it. I have Georgia State as well. Uh, Arkansas State travels down to Monroe. Well, I can't pick
0: Monroe for anything, so I'm (laughs) picking Whoever that quarterback was for Arkansas State. <laughs> exactly. And them keep going.
1: Yes. I have Arkansas State as, uh, Arkansas State as well. Um, Old Dominion is traveling to number 25, James Madison.
0: James Madison can't be beat. They'll beat Old Dominion by 65 points.
1: Yeah, I agree, man. They. Uh, I don't know if you watched their game this weekend. Uh, I know you I don't did. watch a uh, Okay, good. Uh, man, uh, they really reminded me of. Uh, like, and I think you've said this on the pod, they really reminded me of what we used to be. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they the, the, the,
0: the, the, the line up and they're just coming at their attacking. they're, they have yes. like the swagger. Everything we don't do right now, they do.
1: Yes. Yes. And like, their guys. I mean, they're those linemen, uh, were defensive linemen in particular, super athletic. And man, mm-hmm. they just explode through the offensive line and get to the football. Um, yeah they're impressive (laughs) james madison as well um marshall is traveling to coastal
0: marshall because the mccall's out uh that concussion protocol
1: yep yep Uh and i have uh marshall as well because yes mccall out uh everybody's favorite game of the week uh louisiana traveling to south Al.
0: Well, South Al's feeling pretty good about themselves right now, so i have to take them. I mean, also, I have to make up, I think I'm five games down now. I know you can't pick them, so <laughs> I have to take South Owl. Yeah, I think they're the better team. Not that Louisiana can't get it done, but I think South Al should win the game.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I was just looking, and I actually typed out South Owl in my column, uh, which I just deleted. So uh, let's <laughs> go Raging Cajuns. Uh, and to round it out, well, outside of our game, uh, Troy is traveling to San Marcos to play Texas State. Ooh, interesting. That's the yeah. one that I want to watch right
0: there. Mm-hmm. I will take who? That's tough. I'll, I'll take Texas State just because I, uh, offensively, it's one of those offenses versus defensive things. Troy's get the better defense, uh, and yep. and Texas State has the better offense. And this twenty five years ago, I would reverse my pick. In this day and age, I'm not positive you can dominate defensively and let that take you to a championship anymore. I, don't, I don't think you can do it. So I'll
1: take um, I'll take Texas State, and uh, kind of feel the same way about Troy. I do South Al, so I'm going Texas State as well. Uh, great point, though. Um, I think the better offense beats the better defense in today's game. Um, let's see. Last game, Southern Miss App State. I'll take Southern Miss. I don't. Love the pick.
0: um We will. I love uh, the pick. We'll we, we'll we'll see. I mean, it's not App State. haven't been playing. App State's been playing under par. We have been playing like left-handed,
1: or something. You know,
0: like so. <laughs> yes, so we're standing I on mean,
1: the wrong side of the ball. Yeah,
0: just you know, we brought a, a I don't know a knife to a gunfight or something. But anyway, I, I'll I'll take Southern Miss because maybe I'm the problem i've been picking us lately yeah so
1: maybe maybe it's me so I'll, I'll i'll reverse that yeah uh i'm not gonna go eagles by 90 but i'm gonna go eagles by one so uh i will i will take the eagles and that's all i care about uh i don't care if it's 90 or one as long as it's more than the other team
0: yeah she got to put a w gosh dang look at all those l's l l l l l just too mm-hmm. many in a row it is Oh. Okay, anybody who's going to that game this week in in Boone, yeah, what what's our weather report looking? They're like? like
1: they're like two days early, I think a day and a half early. I think if the game was like on a Monday, it would be pretty chilly. Uh, there's supposed to be some kind of cold front coming through right around uh Halloween. Uh, but it's going to be nice. Uh, we're looking at high 69, nice low 51. So looking at around, uh, 65 degrees at kick in Boone. Um, and contrastingly if that's a word, uh, Hattiesburg will be high 82 on Saturday, low 61. So, um, those are both really good. Yeah, it's not bad. It, it is October. This week's going to be a lot. A lot warmer we're kind of having this warm before we cool off so this week will be a lot more mild for late october but uh saturday is supposed to be nice so there we are tweet of the week
0: i didn't do one nope you know i tried to stay away from twitter i know it sounds crazy but uh <laughs> not not a whole lot that i was interested in looking at so we're just gonna skip we're just gonna skip that one this week I love um it. in other sports news i'll get us kicked off here uh women's soccer uh they lost another game so that's cool they're six eight and one on the season three four and one in the conference they lost one to nothing to app state and they were up two to one on on monroe earlier and i believe that game was
1: tied at the end yeah i think monroe ended up scoring late and that game ended in a two-two tie two to two tie
0: up next for the lady eagles soccer team they're at Texas State on October 26th and then on to the Sunbelt Conference Championships in Foley,
3: hey, Alabama.
1: I think we need to like go down there and cover that. Yeah. It's a what? Like go a little to Beach Mall? Jackson. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> stay shoes. down. Yeah. She is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> October 30th through November 5th. So good luck to the Lady Eagles soccer team.
1: Yeah. And uh, other sports, uh, volleyball, sitting at 8 and 13, 3 and 7 in the conference. They lost 0 3 to to Arkansas State. Uh, Didn't look very good, um, but next day uh, played again and they won 3 2. Mia Wesley with 24 kills in the winning effort. Um, Shout out Mia. Uh, next up for the volleyball team, they are traveling to ATL to play. Is that right, Georgia State? Yeah. Uh, yes. I always get those mixed up. Yeah. Uh, October 27th and 28th. And after that, uh, ULL and Old Dominion both at home to finish out the season. Very good. In golf action,
0: we participated, we were hosting alongside. Ole Miss and Mississippi State at the Fallen Oak Collegiate that was played October 15th through the 17th. We finished 11th out of 12 teams, which is pretty disappointing because after day one, we're sitting in fourth place, a few shots off the lead. In day two, we're in eighth place, but you can move a lot, right? So we thought that we had a real shot at getting back in that, in that top four finish. Well, it didn't work out. We were in 11th place after day three. So the only good thing that happened is it ended. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Thank God there wasn't a day four. um Auburn ran away with this thing. They finished twenty-one under par. Uh, the the next The next uh the second place finish was Ole Miss at two under, and Mississippi State at one over. So Auburn absolutely dominated. Yeah, uh, we did. We mentioned the Southern Miss finished eleventh out of twelve teams. The team that we beat was UCF. Beat them by five strokes. So second, yeah, it, UCF. Take uh, that. Robbie Ladder. Goes 70 74 72 for a T12 t- finish individually. Next up for the golf team, they are playing in the Daniel Island Intercollegiate in Charleston, South Carolina. Have you ever played uh, Fallen Oak? Yes,
1: yeah, okay.
0: one time in I know it's a, a lot different in, course,
1: in right? That we would play. Like, obviously, these guys are playing from the tips, so not that it really matters, but um. I have never played there.
0: Interesting. Yeah, I played it. The course one.
1: Yeah. I mean, it it seemed like it was, you know, pretty tough.
0: Yeah. Outside like of Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. yeah, Auburn. It's like they played on it all the damn time.
1: Yeah. Well, they uh, play but, those Trent Jones courses with all the crazy curves and undulation. So so October
0: yeah, 29th through the 31st, uh, the Golden Eagles are up in South Carolina um basketball you heard coach talk about it earlier uh yeah the basketball team we, we play this week we have two games and we also have a meet and greet on monday night october 23rd at bruce keys go and get you some autographs and drinks and uh say hello to all the guys get your picture made next to those seven foot dudes so you can put it on you know twitter and facebook and yeah everybody will get a good laugh of how short you are don't forget about trigger treat at the Pete. That is October the twenty sixth. Lots of cool things going on this week. Something I guess every night of the week. If you want to do yeah, something, yeah, like really Southern Miss related. It's it's jam packed. It's getting to be that well, time
1: of the year. Not Southern Miss related, but Hattiesburg related. Zoo Boo is kicking off. So mm. if you haven't been to that mm-hmm. event, it is one of the best things the zoo does. I think, in my opinion, all year. Um, and so we'll we'll definitely go into that this week as well. So. If you're around Hattiesburg, it is definitely worth the trip uh, and worth the price of admission. So they, they go all up. out. They do. It's fantastic. Shout outs. What you got? Yeah. So, uh, to this week, I am prepared, uh, unlike most of the time. Uh, so, I was walking in church this morning, walking into the sanctuary at Temple. And, uh, like coming the other direction that I was coming, uh, we both kind of recognized each other at the same time as Carson Peto. I was like, Hey man, tuna. what's going on? Big tuna. Uh, so I thought that was cool. I hadn't seen him there, which I mean, obviously there's a lot of people that go to Temple. So, um, uh, hadn't noticed him. So shout out Peito, man, looking forward to you guys, uh, getting rolling, uh, in the spring and, uh, ready to see you hit some bombs to us in the roost. Um, and second, uh, shout out is to our good friend, uh, Jason Baker, uh, ESPN broadcast and radio, uh, and all the other things that Jason does, uh, for the university. Uh, he, uh, and I both share a love for what I call the taco shop, uh, right next to, uh, sidelines out on Oak Grove road. Uh, it has become one of my absolute favorite places in Hattiesburg to eat um uh, I'm, I'm in there a good one to two times a week uh to the point where they know me when I walk in the door uh but I'm kind of like stay in my corner and kind of you know always order my same thing and, and Jason suggested this shrimp ceviche um which is just incredible uh shrimp and kind of like pico and like very citrusy with a lot of lime and lemon and. Uh, avocado on top is awesome like on a tostada it's like four dollars and it's the best four dollar plate of food you can get in hattiesburg i will stand on that um so shout shout out baker uh for that and i appreciate all that you do for southern miss and that restaurant is named el jefe yes tacos by el jefe or taco shop or uh mini super as if they as how they answer the phone so it's like a mini supermarket so it's actually like a mexican grocery store and in the back they cook and have a bunch of tables in there so you can get it to go or actually go in and dine in and eat it is stellar uh, and if if you want to see some pictures of stuff uh, make sure you follow hub city underscore eats on instagram i'm always posting them on my story and i have several pictures uh, on hub city eats of uh, different things there
0: you know what El Jefe means in English? Uh, the Jefe. The Jefe.
1: Was that right? Is that what you're going with?
0: That was, yeah. Until you stepped all over my joke. That was it. That Dang was it. It's
1: like El Nino, just <laughs> Spanish for the Nino. Yes. Um,
0: <laughs> uh, El Hotel Indigo, 8U Soccer. La. The team that, that Eric and I coach won two games this week uh trip lee had himself a day scored four goals in
1: game number one what what's, have, was that is there, is there a name for that any like a hat trick is i think i was better. calling it a, i was calling it a hamburger okay i don't know like a four bagger i think that's what it's called in bowling so maybe. yeah that's awesome though shout out trip lee
0: yeah so he, he, he was on uh we have the playoffs starting on monday night we're we're gonna need all the guys bringing it mm-hmm and uh, my son jack and then you got ket austin elon nike harold john and grayson these are my dudes uh, they brought it all season long so let's go win us a championship boys and that's the only shout outs that i had yeah um this episode was brought to you by our good friends at fourth street bar and grill where they are famous for installing and servicing hangovers go see our friends at fourth street bar today and by the way go by there a couple more t- what you got keep going keep going Okay, so I want to remind everybody to go by there more because this is peak season, bar-wise. They forecast this stuff out. When football season's not going well, they don't have a lot of people coming by. You know, it just is what it is. Um, yeah. So think about that. The next time you're going to get something to eat, don't get a McDonald's. Don't get a O'Charlie's or any other national thing. Keep it local. Yep. And go Very- by far. They you know they're really good people and they sponsor this show anyways just give them give them a shout out if you go by there and and um and, and don't forget that they have the pregame and postgame for uh, on Sunday coming up when we play Mississippi State at reed Green Coliseum so that's a that's a that's a good way to spend a Sunday
1: Would yeah you? So I wanted to talk about before we got out. Uh, so in in our Coach Ladner interview, I did ask him this question, which we're going to start asking to a lot of our a lot of our uh, guests. I think it's a brilliant question from a podcast that I uh, listen to, and I just wanted to hear your answer and my answer. So I'll give you a second oh to think about gosh. it. Uh, so the question again was if you had to delete all your apps on your phone except three, and these are apps that don't come on the phone. So like your camera and your text message, your yeah, 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 yeah. email are, are not included. So those are good. Like something you would download from the like app store. Yeah, I'm looking at my phone. Uh, so as you look, I'll answer mine. So mine would be uh, Twitter slash X. Um, I think as a sports person, as a fan, I think it's the best way to kind of get information um, so I'd have to go there, uh, two, uh, because of all my involvement with Hub City Eats and our podcasts and different things, I would have to have Instagram on there. I think it's the one social media account that I like to use and enjoy. Uh, and three is going to be, uh, something that my family really enjoys and has fallen in love with, uh, is Mario Kart. Uh, so Mario Kart on... Uh, the iphones or ipads is something that we all do together we all kind of get into a race and play uh, and so you got to have kind of a fun one in there so that would be my three
2: man i use a these yeah
0: well <laughs> no i'm just trying to i'm trying to whittle it down yeah so, it's tough i play this game wordscapes quite a okay. lot yeah it's a good one uh i mean i've been playing it for years i probably don't probably shouldn't play it i'm on level 815 emails play wow it. um so i'll probably keep that one but it's getting pretty hard yeah so the, the, okay the one that i would have to keep is my run keeper app i run a yeah. lot so it keeps up with all of it i can go back and look at what i've done yearly and compared to last year and even what i've done you know it always dips during the summertime and my times that I Mm -hmm. run in kind of coincide with what kind of shape I'm in. So that's cool to look at. Yeah. So I guess run keeper, I would keep that and uh, Twitter or Facebook, you know, probably Twitter. I look at Twitter more. Facebook's more of family and friends, which is probably more important than the moronic stuff that I look at on Twitter most of the time. But
1: I just think Uh, it's a fascinating question, and it really kind of shows an insight into uh, the things that we, you know, kind of put our time around. So um, there's no wrong answers, but I I think it's uh, as we continue to ask this question in future guests and stuff like that, I felt like the listener might be like, well, what are you, what is y'all's, what is y'all's answer? So, uh, and we may remind, uh, or it may change, you know, you could have it change down the road, but. Uh, I, just, I think it's a fascinating question.
0: Yeah. So
1: those are mine.
0: Love it. Cool. Let's get out of here. Let's do it. Thanks for listening in today. Uh, whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on. Remember, you can follow me at BumperJBailey and Patrick at P.Lowry. Follow us on all social at To The Top Talk. And don't forget about the mailbag, to the top Talk at gmail.com. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Tell somebody to the top today. And as always, Southern Miss to the top talk Was that robot Patrick?
2: I could play for Alabama USC or Notre Dame You have lots. To offer But Southern Mississippi Put you all shame I was born Here in Hattiesburg Never ventured Far away When it comes To playing football Here in Eagle Heaven Is where I'm gonna stay I could play For North Carolina Ohio State You play a good game of football, but Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you.